Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Tech to work with Discoculia, a Discoculia life story, the state of learning disabilities, Discoculia and the employment, Enjoy Dr. Chin's webinar with 1,600 participants. This is our podcast for week 18 in 2017. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of the week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, always great to be here. Yes. Well, we have interesting links again this week. Uh, let's quickly uh, jump into it. The first one is interesting. It talks about technology to work with Discoculia or other learning disabilities. How about that? Yes, yes. Um, and that is a, a very uh, great step forward. I feel many more teachers can use technology in their classrooms. It makes it more interesting for children. You can uh, reach, um, you can reach more children, uh, and um, it has a big opportunity to um, divide kids in smaller groups to have their own learning path if they um, cannot immediately keep up with the with the whole class. With the whole right. class. So, and as we have also been saying, games are the new worksheets. Yep. Anything that you can present in a more fun and interactive way um, appeals to children. And we work with um, a, a technology-savvy population in our schools right now. Yes. They are really used to it. They yes. love it. This is the way to go. We should They not, have their phones, their tablets, they, their We should not only do... The, the pen and paper uh, thing anymore. We're beyond that. I'm not against pen and paper, but no. it should definitely not be the only uh, vehicle of, uh, of learning. So, basically, our current technology has great opportunities to work with children. Get their attention going, make the best out of every minute. You can get them to focus. And it allows teachers to better help children who can go faster to move on. Right. So they don't get bored. Right. And, uh, while they spend their time on children who need who needs uh, more support. More support. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. it frees up the teachers. Yeah. Basically, that was the reason yeah. why they invented worksheets yeah. back then in the south of the UK oh, 100 okay. years ago. So not only is the technology um, our new... Um, uh, our new worksheet. Our, our new worksheets, yes. So one disadvantage is that although the graphics are really great and appealing, mm -hmm. it is obviously two-dimensional. Yeah, you and cannot touch it, you cannot sense it, you cannot no. feel it. Yeah, It is not the same as blocks and shapes yeah. and forms yeah. uh, that are ever so important to, yeah. uh, to learn uh, the internal number line. So... Still a very good article, although a little bit less helpful for dyscalculia. I'm sure the children with dyslexia and reading issues can benefit a lot more from the availability uh, from the new technologies and apps. Yeah. But we are developing 
uh, more apps that also work for uh, for math, it, as long as it's not the only thing, as long as you supplement it with uh, actual manipulatives. Yeah. So basically, a computer does not replace a teacher in the classroom, and likewise, it does not replace manipulatives. Okay, okay. Well, that, that's very good. Um, our next link is a life story, and let's see if we can listen to a part of it. Is this a happy or a sad young man? So college for me uh, was, was both somewhat exciting but extremely intimidating. Uh, all my life, I struggled with math. I could not do math to save my life. Uh, two plus two literally boggled my mind. Uh, I was... So that's a very familiar story, huh? Absolutely. And, and luckily there's a good ending. But the story is so familiar. We unfortunately hear this time and again from someone who didn't get enough help in school and suffered through his school years until college. And uh, this young man actually had the courage to stick with it, to go on to face his problems and, and work himself through it. But a lot of people do not have that stamina and they give up. they get totally stuck and they give up. Yeah. So it's a good awareness uh, for people and also recognition that you can go to college with dyscalculia. Um, he encourages everyone to work actively at their condition and talk about how through um, networking and hard work he got through his education. He's really an example for all of us. And the test he did showed him where his weaknesses were, but also where his strong points were. Right. So important. Yeah. And he was happy to find out that, and together with the disability services at the college, he could eventually uh, graduate. So this is basically another story that shows we need to keep working to raise awareness for the forgotten math learning disorder. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a, I'm happy it has a happy ending, and those stories absolutely. are good. But just to think that that before that happy ending, you know, it, it, it has been six years in secondary school, six years elementary school, and then a few years in kindergarten, and has been struggling all that time. It's horrible. And apparently never being picked up. That's right. mind-boggling. Right. But it's encouraging to see that eventually he got there and he graduated. Yeah. So the next link is to uh, the State of the Union. Uh, I mean, the State of the <laughs> Learning Disabilities. Is it like the State of the Union? Is that similar? Uh, well, well, it's, it's, uh, there's less or no politics involved here. Uh, but this is the annual report from the very good National Center for Learning Disabilities. It definitely uh, um, deserves uh, our attention. And the headlines for this year are really interesting. And they include a short summary for people who do not want to read the full report. And even an infographic for those who really want to know. Who don't even want to read the summary. Swim <laughs> into the headlines. <laughs> So we have uh, we have still some way to go yeah. here. Let's let's uh, review. The subtitle of the report is "Understanding the One in Five, meaning that there are so many people with various learning disabilities, one in five actually, wow. and they all need recognition, support, and remediation. Yeah. 
Now, here are the terrible statistics. From the 1 in 5, only 1 in 16 gets special instruction. That's ridiculous. And even worse, only 1 in 50 gets the correct accommodation. 50, like 5-0? Like 5-0, yes. That is amazing. Now, on top of that, millions of children have disabilities, learning disabilities that aren't even detected. <laughs> it just haven't even been identified. So, we are letting their otherwise very good abilities go to waste yeah. by making their life miserable in school over uh, a learning disability. We definitely have some ways to go. Now this is actually why we at Discoculia Services have launched our Discoculia Awareness Training. Yes. So teachers and other educators um, can get trained in the detection and uh, working with children with dyscalculia and we really hope uh, many people, uh, also counselors and uh, principals, will take the time to uh, watch these uh, videos. It's all very informal, straightforward, with a few questions at the end. And it's so on we... a separate website, eh? dyscalculiaaware.org. Absolutely. Right. And at the end, you answer a few questions and you get a, uh, a certificate of completion. Good. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. And we're looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. The, uh, the next link talks about uh, DiscoCulia and employment and the employer. Is that, is that a thing? Do employers get involved in, in DiscoCulia? Oh, yes. Um, well, for one, we do have legislation that uh, requires the provision of accommodations or techniques to support uh, people with disabilities in the workplace so that they can work as normal as possible. But some employers actually now see the value in having a neurodiverse workforce. Okay. It's actually a thing. It's, uh, you can Google it and you get information. The article also talks about ways in uh, which to make websites more accessible. Right. And to uh, make sure that the recruitment model does not put, uh, put people with learning disabilities in a, uh, in a worse position than others. Right, so that they don't get like selected out through the system that they use. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's now, good. Um, exemplary uh, Procter and Gamble and the National Autistic Society in the UK recently organized a day of engineering technology challenges at the Gillette Innovation Center. Okay. To select two artistic job seekers or students for work experience. Procter and Gamble was following the lead of employers such as SAP and Microsoft, that have autism hiring programs. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So they focus, actually. They actually that. focus oh, on wow. those people. Yes. Uh, the results so impressed the company, said yeah. Helen Tucker, Global Diversity and Inclusion Director at Procter & Gamble, uh -huh. that the company decided to offer a third candidate in it. Internship, so the program is growing. Oh wow, that is amazing! Yeah, good for them. That is good for them. Well, um, that brings us to our last link. It's about a webinar with sixteen hundred participants. <laughs> Let's listen in uh, for a little bit. It's harder and harder for children. Um, the deal. A more recent definition came from 
uh, the States in 2013. And they talk about dyscalculia about being that big about production and comprehension of quantities, numerical symbols of what I've just been saying, basic arithmetic operations. These are the kids that aren't going to get very far in maths. So you can hear, he is from the UK, he talks about maths. And also you can hear by his voice, he's been around for a while, this is Dr. Chin, and this is not one of your, uh, your uh, webinars. No, I wish, this 100 participants, but uh, compare, he uh, has written several books, he's a really well-known um, and experienced consultant on Discoculia, and Discoculia Headlines gives the link to the rerun. So I encourage all of you to have a look at the video because the explanations are very, very clear and uh, you get a lot of very valuable background information in a nutshell. It's wonderful how Dr. Chin can explain a pretty complex issue in a very understandable way. So please click on that link as well. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've watched the whole, uh, the whole thing and, uh, and I was really impressed. Uh, again, yeah, he goes very slow, so it's very easy uh, even for a layperson like myself uh, to understand it. Absolutely. Well, with that encouragement, uh, we conclude our weekly chat. Thank you very much, Dr. Söder, for your insights. Dr. Söder is the founder of Discoculia Services. You can follow her on Twitter and on Facebook, and she maintains boards both on Pinterest and on Flipboard. And she runs five free webinars. All the information about that is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. Now, if you want to know if you or your child has discoculia, you can do the free discoculia screener on her website, discoculiaservices.com, or you can get a more comprehensive math and discoculia screening test at discoculiatesting.com. Finally, Dr. Schroeder's ebooks are available on Amazon. You can find the link on shop.discoculiaservices.com or go to Amazon and search for Dr. Schroeder. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.